Welcome home. I'm so glad you hit play on my podcast, Home Ec Express. My name is Jamie Umfenauer, and I am your host, and this is episode 76, Finances and Debt. Okay, friends, so here we are. It is Memorial Day weekend that we're recording episode number 76. And, you know, I really want to talk about money. (laughs) And I know that sounds, that kind of sounds a little strange, but, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about a potential recession, which is a recession is two, three consecutive quarters of decreased GDP in the American economy. And so, uh, and I'm sure I probably quoted that definition inaccurate. So if somebody out there wants to correct me, I definitely correct me on that. Uh, However, you know, everything is very unstable right now. And of course, we don't want to play doomsday or anything like that. If you watch the news, things they're either not telling you the whole truth or they're like overhyping, like the end of the world is coming. And we, so we don't want to be on either side of that um, because reality is things are unstable. Inflation is high uh, and people are a little bit worried. Big corporations are laying off. Um, We need to do basically like prepare ourselves and get our own personal financial houses in order. Washington will not um, be fixed anytime soon. We can only hopefully vote in the right people and then use our voices as Americans. That's why it's kind of great to talk about this, I guess, on Memorial Day weekend, because we have the right to actually petition our representatives and voice our concerns about different issues. And so anything related to economic decisions, et cetera, debt within the country, you know, anything that affects families needs to be, you know, brought to the forefront or else, you know, they're going to do what they want and that's not good. (laughs) And so um, if you follow anything with the Fed, there's talk about, you know, the Fed coin, different things like that. The interest rate has gone up again. It's gone up consistently. And so that raises some issues for families with different situations, whether you're just starting out or if you um, are an established family, but, or an individual that has a debt load. So let I be, and, and the reason I want to bring this up, because no matter what the situation is in the country, but especially when we're possibly seeing some rougher roads ahead is that you need to get your financial house in order. And what usually disrupts your financial situation within your home? Debt, 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 debt. Debt is not good. There are so many people out there who believe that you have to have credit cards, you have to have debt in order to have this great credit rating. And you know what? Who cares about your credit score? Because all that tells somebody who's looking at it is that you're really good at playing the debt game and you've paid it back or not paid it back on time. That doesn't say anything else. You can have a million dollars and your credit score means nothing. It will not affect your credit score. So the idea that you have to have a credit score, you can't get a house, you can't get a car, blah, 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 is all a lie. If you want a house with a zero credit score, you can just have manual underwriting. 
Um, there are lenders that will do, you know, a, the um, for cars and whatnot, especially through your local um, uh, credit unions. They will look at you as far as income to debt ratio, you know, prove your income all on paper, and they won't even bother to look at a credit score. So there's different ways to get around this myth that you can't do anything in life without credit. And of course, as my kids will tell you, cash, 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 because I'm always like, well, do you have cash saved up for that? And so um, I want to give you some stats, though, about debt in America. I mean, this is from Business Insider. The average credit card interest rate in 2020, now mind you, this has gone up since then, but the average credit card interest rate, 25.7%. So if you bought a pair of shoes for $100, you're paying $125 if you're buying it on credit. And if you do not pay that off and you're just every month you're sending minimum payments in, just remember that compounds, okay? So you are going to end up paying for those $100 shoes three and four times over, all right? 25.7% credit card interest rate is the average. That's, that's low compared to probably what it is right now. Um, the, the total household slash consumer debt in America 16.9 trillion dollars. We're catching up with the feds there. All right. That's not a good number. And each average American, if we just spread the debt over, and this is this is consumer debt. I know there's a lot of times they say, you know, the debt of the United States is this much for each American. Well, this is what the average adult American debt load is. If we were to spread that out. $59,580 worth of debt for every American. And that is not good. The number one debt in um, for people in the United States is mortgage debt. Now, I'm going to put a little asterisk there because mortgage debt can actually be good if you have not overbought in your house. So ideally, you know, you want around 25% of your, your take-home pay to go towards your rent or your mortgage. Okay. So mortgage is different than, and when we talk about paying off debt, mortgage debt is separate. Okay. That is all by itself. Number two debt in America is student loans because so many people have been bamboozled into this idea of getting student loans and degrees and a lot of them are worthless. Um, there are certain jobs that you do have to have a degree, a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, yes, but your degree in women's studies is not going to pay for itself or underwater basket weaving, not going to pay for itself. The number thir three uh, debt of Americans is auto loans. If you have a thousand dollar car payment, what the heck are you driving? One of the reasons why people also have really high car payments is because they're playing the game of trading in cars and getting the newest, latest, and greatest, but the car they're trading in is not worth what they owe on it. So they keep rolling over that debt from previous cars and they're putting themselves into a really precarious position on a vehicle on a debt in which the moment you drive it off the lot, it is worth less than what you paid for it.
Okay. So, you know, kind of put that in perspective. That's why, I mean, everyone's going to do what they're going to do, but, you know, paying cash for a nice used car is far more valuable than getting a loan on a car, paying interest and owing more on that than some people's mortgages. So I, it's just unbelievable. And so um, then, of course, number four is credit card debt. And then beyond that, we run into different kinds of debt, like personal debt, medical debt, et cetera. So credit cards, that tell when, when we carry big amounts of credit card debt, that means we're living outside of our means and we're living beyond the, the income that we have. Um, when you're looking to pay off debt, and, and I'm coming at this from the perspective of a certified financial coach, which I am, and I help people get rid of debt because the debtor will always be a slave. You will always be a slave to the person that you owe. All right. And it is a horrible, stressful way to live. And most people would really like to sleep at night. Okay. And so, uh, you know, getting rid of debt should be a number one priority in getting your financial house in order. You shouldn't make big moves in your life if you're going to go into further debt. We need to get rid of the debt because here's the thing. 66% of Americans would struggle right now to pay for a $1,000 emergency, right? So that could be like the tires blew on your car or your washing machine had a part go out. Um, you know, a medical bill, things like that. And so we want to put ourselves in a position where an emergency is no longer an emergency, but just kind of a nuisance or an inconvenience. And it's really important that we take that perspective of trying to clean up our financial house. So first of all, a thousand dollars set aside in a, in a little savings account is incredibly important because as you are trying to get rid of debt, you want to have that um, put aside for those what ifs that could happen, right? The tire, the window, um, you know, the refrigerator, whatever. And then your goal is to basically create what we call the debt snowball. Some of you, if you're familiar with Dave Ramsey, you definitely know what I'm talking about. And you put your debts in order from smallest balance to biggest balance. And you start chunking away at that small one first and you build momentum like a snowball or an avalanche really, right? And the sooner that you do that and you start really grinding on the debt, um, you're, you will start to feel freedom like you haven't ever felt before. And that will help you if, you know, financial hardships do hit, like in, in 2008, we had a 2008, 2009. I mean, there was some families that lost everything and it puts you in a better position to be able to not just survive, but also be able to help others when hard times come. And that is all part of being self-sufficient. You can't be self-sufficient if you are a slave to debt, because no matter what, debt will always win. It will own you until you get rid of it. So instead of worrying about your credit score, 
all of that kind of stuff, it's so important that you simply focus on getting rid of debt and putting yourself on a budget. Seven out of 10 married couples don't even do a budget consistently. And so, you know, it's May 28th, it's Memorial Weekend. That means we have a few days until June hits. Right now is the perfect time to work on your June budget. Um, most of the time you have a rough idea of what your income is going to be and what your outgo is going to be. And I always teach my kids, my students, my coaching clients to do what's called a zero-based budget. So it's your net income, less everything that goes out, expenses, food, groceries, bills, except debt payments, minus that equals zero. So basically, you give every dollar that comes in a name and a job. So if it's, you know, coffee, or if it's a debt payment or the electric bill, everything is tracked. And you give yourselves budgets and, and you visit it regularly throughout the month. Because here's the other thing. A lot of people think, oh, I've made a budget. Okay, yay. Beginning of the month, made a budget, paid some of my bills, and that's it. I don't have to do anything else. And that's the that is further from the truth as it should be, because um, you have to do, you have to do uh, a check-in every week, so many days, to make sure that you're on track for your budget and adjust things because surprises happen. And maybe you're not going to eat out as much, but you all of a sudden have an extra doctor's visit with a copay. Uh, so those are all important things that you need to make part of your habit in order to um, get your financial house in order. Because sometimes there's a, in a lot of families, they weren't like finances were not an open discussion. And so we pass down just habits that the kids see and then they do it. So, but if they see mom and dad charging everything, they think that's normal, but they don't know that mom and dad are in a lot of debt. And so we need to be a little bit age appropriateness, of course, um, but a little bit uh, open with our kids, our family about finances, because really, do you want your kids to be living in debt as well and being a slave to debt? Or do you want to change your family tree and set that example right now? So those are all things um, I hope that will encourage you. And of course, if you are in a financial situation where you are just overwhelmed with debt, and you, you really need somebody to walk with you, or you are just about out of debt, but you don't really have any retirement, I'm not a financial planner, I'm a financial coach. So I can guide you into preparing to work with a financial planner um, if you're ready for investments in retirement. Um, but also, you know, you might have other goals that you need to uh, set up, or maybe you just really never learned how to budget and you need somebody to walk with you through that. Uh, so what I offer anybody who's curious um, or has a need is to set up a 45-minute complimentary consultation on my calendar. And let's just talk about your personal situation. And if you're married, it should be you and your spouse. Um, because you have to be a team when it comes to finances. Um, and let's just find out what your situation is and if financial coaching will be a benefit to you. Um, and if it is, then we can move forward and, and discuss that. Um, but there's so much that we can do to really help you achieve those goals, be self-sufficient, and also 
um, benefit your family as a whole. So, so, so important. Um, so if you are interested in setting up an appointment for a complimentary consultation, just go to homeexpress.com slash financial hyphen coaching. And there is a link to see my calendar. Um, and then you can um, set up that complimentary consultation there. But anyways, I really hope that uh, you found this to be valuable. I hope that you share it, like it, subscribe to our podcast, go to our website and subscribe for our emails and all the resources that are on that website. And of course, also um, like, share, and subscribe to our Home Ec Express YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. So till next time, my friends. Make sure that you're finding joy today and uh, you can do this. We can get our financial houses in order and make this happen and find some peace. Talk to you soon.